Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist, on Twitter, at Coach Jan Shaw, on True Social, Success Alchemist, and on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 13th of January, 2024, and the title of today's show is... Democrat war against Trump and the U.S., more Epstein clients revealed. And today I want to start with the Isetti newsletter, which I've shared in the past. Um, it's by James Gilliland from the Isetti Ranch, which is all related to ETs mainly. But he's actually put together a really good summary of everything the Democrats are doing against Trump, against the US, and against democracy, even though they claim that they're supposedly the saviors of democracy. And yes, it starts with all the issues that we have with this demon rat party, um, but it then ends with quite an uplifting message. So I thought it was worth sharing today. So he says, protecting democracy is the platform the Democrats are running on. They have weaponized all the agencies, mainstream and social media have censored anyone who is in opposition or disagreement with the policies of the present administration. They have been using lawfare to censor and remove opposition. This included raids and jailing people for passing along Clinton memes. They are doing everything possible to remove the leading candidate off the ballot. This is the opposite of democracy. The truth of the matter is we are a republic with God-given natural unalienable rights with the Constitution as the supreme law of the land, something the left and most Democrats abhor. Their policies are not law, most of which are unconstitutional and go against natural or common law. Know the difference. I would have to say almost everything they do goes against common sense. Government officials and the military swear an oath to protect the people and the Constitution. In these matters, the current administration and top military officials are a total fail. They have been lockstep in the global elite plan to take down America how did leaving billions of dollars of weapons, tanks, helicopters, trucks in enemy hands behind help our military protect and provide security for the American people? How did funding ISIS and Iran help bring peace to the Middle East? How did vaccinating the troops with what is now known to be a bioweapon, the clot shot, make our troops battle ready? What consequences did it have on our pilots, many of which are now grounded? This is not rocket science. 
allowing millions of illegal aliens, mystery men, come across the border unvetted, unvaxxed, giving them hotels, money, medical, including sex changes, bussing and flying them across the nation, dropping them off. How is this in America's highest and best good? Our border patrol is reduced to processors, nannies and Uber drivers. In some cases, Democrats are passing legislation giving illegal aliens driver's licenses, pressuring them to vote Democrat. This is nothing more than stacking the deck in upcoming elections, a bid for power and control at the people's expense. The insurance companies are asking why no increase in policies, uninsured drivers are epidemic, car chases are off the scale along with deadly accidents, often involving high-speed chases, drugs, alcohol and human trafficking. They are now passing legislation for them to be able to buy a weapon. How can they do that with a straight face? How is that going to decrease the rapidly escalating crime wave already occurring? Looters are forming their own unions with guidelines, break windows, destroy the buildings, show in numbers and take as much as possible. These policies and actions are undeniably breaking their sworn oath to protect the people. Does all this make you feel safe, warm and fuzzy? Taking money from hostile foreign nations, members of the global elite sworn to take down America is treason. And there is sufficient evidence this is being done all the way to the top. Yet no matter what they do, they have a get-out-of-jail card free. They can lie, steal, inside trade, take bribes, riot, loot, burn down businesses, homes, and get a pass with the media and law enforcement in most Democratic-run states. The media is claiming these are peaceful demonstrations with businesses, cars, home burning in the background with ongoing looting and violence on camera. If you are conservative, pro-choice, question their authority, the book will be thrown at you. Most politicians are in the war and disease profiteers back pockets, which is why you will never see an end to war and disease. This is all staring American people in the face. It is undeniable. There are a few reasons for supporting this nonsense. One being corrupt, totally morally and integrity challenged. Another would be to be socially engineered to the point of cognitive dissonance. No matter how much evidence and proof is put in front of you, it doesn't matter. We are seeing this with TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome. The Russian P-tapes never existed. There was never any Russian collusion. Trump has not been charged with or found guilty of insurrection, yet they are taking him off the ballot for insurrection. Now they are saying Trump was on Epstein Island, even though the court documents clearly stated he was not. The lamestream media is posting pictures of Trump, Clinton and Epstein, trying to sell the lie that they are all together in this. In fact, Trump threw Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago for hitting on underage girls. If you follow the continued lawfare, they have no cases whatsoever, no evidence, no one harmed. All they have is crooked DAs and judges trying to keep him off the ballot. It's called election interference. You would never know this if you allowed the majority of the mainstream media to tell you what is happening. The polls are rigged, the elections were rigged, the ballots were harvested and faked. Joe can't even fill a high school gymnasium even when he's paying for them to come.
This is 1 plus 1 equal 2 math. The Democrats can only run on the lies and deceptions fueling TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. They have nothing else. The economy is shit. Crime is through the roof. Our borders are wide open. Our military is the laughingstock of the world with generals in dresses wearing lipstick. The worst joke on the American people is our current president. How many gaffes, poopy diaper and senile jokes do we have to hear? Joe needs to go along with the vast majority of his administration. The open border, the escalating crime, the runaway inflation, the food shortages, energy shortages, poverty and homelessness, all are testimony to a total fail. It is as if someone else is in charge who hates America and is sponsoring everything possible to destroy it. Follow the money. All you have to do is put a grow light and a sandbox in his backyard with a pack of pampers, record some seagulls and tell him he is at the beach. He would never figure it out. He never knows where he is, where to go and what to say, incapable of even reading a teleprompter. What I am amazed at is no one is seeing this is all by design. Keep them sick, poor and stupid has always been their game plan. It is the game plan of the global elite. They want over 7 billion people dead, gone, off the planet in their own words, and their depopulation programs are in full swing with wars and deadly debilitating vaccines. Your food and water in most cases has been corrupted, not to mention chemtrails with heavy metals and biologicals. They want everyone divided, religions, cultures, races, genders. How can you miss this? Do you think you and your family not a target because you are the right political party, culture, religion or race? If you play ball with them, do you think they will protect you? If you have played ball with them in the past, you are even more of a threat because you know too much. There are a few brave souls combating this. It is time to get behind them. Trump is the main character now. He is the only one with the backbone to take back America. He cannot be bought. Think of him what you want, but know where those ideas came from and be brutally honest. Does the character assassinations, accusations, lies and slander have any merit? Do you have any first-hand experience or knowledge? Why do those in his inner circle, those who work for him, love him? How can you know any of the attacks on his character to be true? Trump protected our borders. Other countries admired us and respected our military. We had a great economy. Jobs were up. Crime was down. We were energy independent, selling excess to other countries. What happened? If you can't see what happened, the obvious, then no words can explain it to you. If anyone continues to support this madness, God, creator, great spirit, help you. You are critically thinking, research, morally and integrity impaired. You don't deserve freedom. What you need is a wake-up call and it is coming. Nothing can stop what is coming. The planetary liberation is cosmic, multidimensional. The awakening and healing of humanity and the earth is unstoppable. The entire universe is behind it. There are two choices. The upward spiral, living in harmony with each other and nature, living a spiritual life according to universal law. The other choice is to be self-serving, lust for power and wealth at the expense of humanity and the earth, 
the downward spiral ending in social, economic and environmental collapse. Karma is accelerating. Everything is being revealed. Nothing will remain hidden. Time to make a choice. For those who missed it, universal law is universal peace. Brotherly, sisterly love, individual freedom and prosperity for all. When you step out of universal law, you create karma. In some cases, it will be trukma. Time to unite, release the past, forgive yourself and others. Transcend all religious and cultural boundaries and work together to end the tyranny, the enslavers, the war and disease profiteers, those promoting the divisions, the keep them sick, poor and stupid agendas, the group that is at war with the creator in all creation. They serve different gods that thrive on death and destruction. We are all in this together. It is time to unite under universal law. A whole new world is waiting for us. A quantum leap in consciousness, energy and evolution. A world where spiritual technologies will look like magic. Be well, James Gilliland. I'm now going to focus most, if not all, of the rest of the show on the release of more of the Epstein papers, which happened on Monday this week. And I've got a really good article by Majid Nawaz on Substack. He reports actually from the UK and he does a really good breakdown of the names that were revealed this week. Breaking. Epstein judge unseals Richard Branson and photo of Lord Peter Mandelson. And this was actually a podcast, but he includes a transcript of the main points made in the broadcast. U.S. District Judge Loretta Presker continues to unseal the names of Epstein Associates mentioned in Gouffre v. Maxwell. New names unsealed this week include British businessman Sir Richard Branson and British member of the House of Lords Peter Mandelson, who is a current advisor to British Labour Party leader Sir Keir Starmer. One, Sir Richard Branson. And it's a tweet from Chuck Colesto. Bombshell report, Epstein drop alleges Richard Branson, Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew were filmed by Epstein having sex in Epstein's mansion. When my friend had sexual intercourse with Clinton, Prince Andrew and Richard Branson, sex tapes were in fact filmed on each separate occasion by Jeffrey Epstein. The unsealing of Richard Branson's name requires corroborating evidence. This is because Sarah Ransom, the witness who mentioned him, has been deemed by observers as less reliable than Virginia Gouffray. The Washington Times reports, 8th of January 2024, the credibility of the witness Sarah Ransom has been questioned after she later admitted, according to the New Yorker magazine, that she made up the existence of the sex tapes to protect her against harm from Epstein, who hung himself in prison in 2019. Um, we'll actually be challenging that later. Unreliable witness Sarah Ransom also mentioned President Trump. This has led to some inquiring whether Trump has been implicated. And Majid includes his own tweet that says, Question, Majid, the same witness alleges Trump was a perp. How do we know he wasn't? 
answer, we don't. Hence, the only sensible thing to do is demand full disclosure while simultaneously watching who behaves in a way beholden to this Mossad blackmail, e.g. who provokes World War III over Gaza. The best way to assess the names mentioned by all witnesses is to match them with other corroborating evidence. Such corroboration would include, but not be restricted to matching one, names mentioned by trial witnesses, with two, names in Epstein's little black book, or his older black book from 1997, three, the flight paths and flight logs kept by Epstein's private jet nicknamed the Lolita Express, four, names mentioned in Epstein's private calendar, five, evidence of having been on Epstein's island, and six, evidence of having visited any of Epstein's homes. And as last week's Radical Dispatch determined, the entire Epstein operation was evidently a global CIA-Mossad honey trap used for blackmail. A final corroboration would therefore be to identify, seven, which of the names betray behaviour beholden to Netanyahu's foreign policy objectives by publicly advocating for war, the commission of war crimes or any other crimes against humanity. The last corroboration is particularly important considering ongoing war crimes in and ethnic cleansing of Gaza. 2. Epstein, Lord Mandelson and next British Prime Minister Sir Keir Starmer. Considering the above criteria, fewer names corroborate as reliably as Lord Mandelson's, who is a current advisor to UK Labour Party leader Sir Keir Starmer. Mandelson's name is easier to corroborate, not only because it was unsealed by Judge Loretta Presker in this latest round, but Epstein's little black book reportedly contains no less than 10 separate contact entries for Mandelson. Peter Mandelson is listed in Epstein's black book on page 34. Epstein recorded 10 phone numbers and two addresses under this name. The main address for this entry is in London, UK. Mandelson is also known to have visited Epstein in Paris for his 54th birthday party in 2017. The Daily Mail reports 10th of January 2022 pictured grinning Labour ex-Cabinet Minister Lord Mandelson helping paedophile billionaire Jeffrey Epstein blow out birthday cake candles at Paris party a year after financier was charged with sex offences. According to Epstein's private calendar, Mandelson was also due to stay at Epstein's New York townhouse. The Daily Mail reports 21st of June 2023. Former business secretary Peter Mandelson was due to stay at Jeffrey Epstein's New York townhouse while he was in jail for underage sex crimes, according to court papers that also revealed disgraced financier's pet name for him was Petey. In addition, U.S. District Judge Loretta Presker just accidentally unsealed what appears to be a photo of Mandelson on Epstein's island, only to then order the photo to be released and stricken from the docket, but it was too late. Corporate media had already decided to republish the photo. The Daily Mail reports 8th of January 2024, Labour peer Peter Mandelson features in the latest court documents related to Jeffrey Epstein as an image of the ex-cabinet minister on the paedophile 
financier's private island in 2006 resurfaces. An image of Labour peer Lord Peter Mandelson on Jeffrey Epstein's private island has resurfaced as part of the latest release of US court documents. The ongoing release of the court documents has thrown fresh scrutiny on Lord Mandelson's past links to Epstein. Previously published images have shown Lord Mandelson with Epstein in Paris on the late businessman's 54th birthday in January 2007. It has also been reported how Epstein knew Lord Mandelson as P.T. Lord Mandelson has returned to influence within Labour since Sir Keir Starmer succeeded Jeremy Corbyn as party leader in 2020. It was widely noted at Labour's conference in Liverpool last October how omnipresent the former cabinet minister appeared to be. The 70-year-old placed himself on the front row of the conference audience among senior shadow ministers for Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves' keynote speech. He also hosted a lavish cocktail party at a Liverpool restaurant during the conference, put on by his global counsel firm, which was reportedly attended by a slew of senior Labour figures, including advisers to Sir Keir. Sir Keir was last week quizzed about Lord Mandelson's links to Epstein, including reports Lord Mandelson had stayed at the New York townhouse of Epstein in 2009 when he was business secretary and Epstein was in prison for soliciting prostitution from a minor. During a press conference in Bristol, Sakir said, on Peter Mandelson, look, and I do try to give pretty full answers in these sessions. I don't know any more than you do, and therefore there's not really much I can add to what you already know, I'm afraid. That's simply the state of the affairs. The relationship between Mandelson and Epstein is of particular significance, considering Mandelson currently serves as advisor to the UK's next PM-in-waiting, Keir Starmer. And there's included what appears to be a tweet from Lilburn and Friends. And it's part of a thread, number six, Operation Or, a UK police operation with the FBI targeted users of a child abuse site. The name Peter Mandelson was identified by officers, press reported. In a case of mistaken identity, it transpired the real culprit was a student, not the politician. But then number seven goes on. Mandelson lobbied Blair to make Greville Janner a lord in 1997. Prosecutors in 2015 said they had enough evidence to charge him with 22 child sex offences. Janner had been subject to a police probe of multiple child sex offences in 1991. Wasn't Mandelson aware of that? 8. Mandelson was a councillor on Lambeth Borough Council in the notorious period when children in Lambeth's care were being sexually abused on an industrial scale. There were alleged links to several of Mandelson's Labour Party and future NSPCC full-stop campaign colleagues. Just good friends. Jeffrey Epstein's friend Peter Mandelson accompanies serial pedophile and alleged child killer Edward Heath to a BIE event 1999. Heath was evidently a BIE supporter and Mandelson sat on BIE's council with serial pedophile Lord Britton. The next tweet says Keir Starmer's advisor 
has clearly breached the House of Lords Code of Conduct. Lord Mandelson discussed business with convicted sex offender Geoffrey Epstein in his capacity as a member of the House of Lords. The House of Lords Commissioners for Standards must now investigate. And it's got a screenshot. Lord Mandelson had business discussions with Geoffrey Epstein, refer to Channel 4 dispatches, also Virginia Gouffray's statement. Here, in Geoffrey Epstein's private contacts book, we find that Lord Mandelson was discussing business with the convicted sex offender in his capacity as a member of the House of Lords. This constitutes a clear breach of the House of Lords Code of Conduct, which must now be investigated by the House of Lords Commissioners for Standards. And that's the end of those tweets. This is the man that Labour leader Keir Starmer seeks advice from. This is the man that he refuses to distance himself from. The Telegraph reports, 21st of June 2023, Sir Keir Starmer won't freeze out Mandelson over Epstein friendship. JP Morgan reports suggest that the Labour peer stayed at Epstein's Manhattan townhouse in 2009 while the billionaire was in prison. Sir Keir Starmer will continue receiving advice from Lord Mandelson despite accusations he maintained a friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. This is the same Keir Starmer who was head of the Crown Prosecution Service, CPS, when his office failed to prosecute known serial pedophile, the late Jimmy Savile. The Sun reports, 16th of June 2020, Hard Justice, Sir Keir Starmer and the Jimmy Savile Scandal. What was Labour leaders' involvement as head of public prosecutions? So what exactly does Mandelson have on Starmer? Does any of this feel right to you? It is obviously all very foul. Here are all the senior UK government roles Lord Mandelson has held in the executive branch under PM Tony Blair during the invasion of Iraq and then PM Gordon Brown till today, even as he sits as a peer in the legislature. He was First Secretary of State, Lord President of the Council, Secretary of State for Business, Innovation and Skills, President of the Board of Trade, European Commissioner for Trade, Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, Minister Without Portfolio, Member of the House of Lords, Lord Temporal, and Member of Parliament for Hartlepool. It is difficult to escape the conclusion that throughout his long political career, Lord Mandelson appears to have been on the inside of Epstein's blackmail operation, whipping senior British statesmen and politicians alike to follow the whims of Mossad by leveraging Epstein's compromat against them. So strong have been the ties between Epstein and Israel, in fact, that Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak is reported to have visited Epstein no less than 36 times. The Daily Mail reports, 4th of January 2024, Epstein list reignites suspicion the pedo financier was working for Mossad and blackmailing the elite with help of information he gleaned from useful idiot Prince Andrew after meeting Israeli PM Ehud Barak at least 36 times. And the quote from the article says the Jeffrey Epstein list of associates unsealed by a U.S. judge has reignited suspicions the pedophile financier was an asset for Mossad, the Israeli intelligence agency. 
Israel's former Prime Minister Ehud Barak was identified in the bombshell dossiers Wednesday night. He served as PM from 1991 to 2001 after serving in the IDF for 35 years, rising to Chief of the General Staff. The question then becomes what compromise could Lord Mandelson possibly have over UK Prime Minister-in-waiting Keir Starmer? And whose interests would a PM Starmer be serving, Britain's or Netanyahu's? Number three, Epstein, Palantir, Peter Thiel and US presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. As shown above, the next Prime Minister appears to be under the influence of British Epstein Lieutenant Peter Mandelson. Likewise, US presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy also appears beholden to an American associate of Epstein's, Peter Thiel. Founder of American spyware company Palantir, Mr. Thiel is on record having had several meetings with Epstein, one of which was preceded by a meeting between Bill Burns, the current director of the CIA, and Epstein. The Daily Mail reports 30th of May 2023. Exclusive, the Jeffrey Epstein Files. Trove of never-before-seen emails and calendars gives unprecedented insight into late pedophiles' network of power and influence that includes Chris Rock, Peter Thiel and Richard Branson. Quote, tech billionaire and early Facebook investor Peter Thiel had several meetings with Epstein, the calendars show. During one stretch in 2014, Thiel appears to have met Epstein three times in quick succession at a time when he was on the board of Facebook and in charge of venture capital firm Founders Fund. He was also the chairman of analytics company Palantir, which works closely with the Department of Defence. The logs show that in September 2014, Epstein's schedule listed Thiel under People to See. The two men met for dinner at Epstein's New York mansion on the 12th with Woody Allen present, the schedule says. The following day, Epstein met Thiel on his own from 2 to 4 p.m., after which Bill Burns, the current director of the CIA, who was Deputy Secretary of State at the time, joined them for an hour. The day after that, Epstein planned a lunch and said that maybe Peter Thiel would come. The two men were scheduled for lunch the following week and the entry lists Thiel's personal assistant and their number. Thiel did not respond to DailyMail.com's request for comment. End of quote. Consider the above documented meetings between Peter Thiel and Epstein and now see the stance recently taken by Thiel's spyware firm Palantir toward Israel's ethnic cleansing in Gaza. And it's a tweet again from Majid. Surveillance state's technology provider Palantir Spyware stands with Netanyahu's ethnic cleansing of Gaza despite 94% of Israelis blaming their own government for this war, and quotes the Times of London. This isn't quite the endorsement Palantir thinks it is. And it has a screenshot of Palantir's tweet. We stand with Israel. The board of directors of Palantir will be gathering in Tel Aviv next week for its first meeting of the new year. Our work in the region has never been more vital and it will continue. Palantir has chosen to stand by Israel's ongoing war crimes in Gaza 
while Thiel's connection to Epstein is already public. This further strengthens our notion above that the purposes of Epstein's operation was to serve as a CIA stroke Mossad honey trap, coercing public figures to comply with Netanyahu's foreign policy aims. The confirmation that now CIA head Bill Burns had also attended an Epstein meeting only strengthens such an assertion. As with the Lord Mandelson and UK Labour leader Starmer, this same cabal appears to have sought influence in the US with Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. And again, a tweet from Majid, Peter Thiel co-founded PayPal, Facebook and Palantir Technologies, where he serves as chairman. And it includes a screenshot from Amazing Polly isn't here to compromise, I just found out that Vivek's Royvant is funded by Peter Thiel. Thiel also partners in Vivek's Strive Capital Management. It's pretty safe to say that Vivek is Peter Thiel's baby. Forbes reports, 21st of August 2023, a lineup of serious investors bankrolled Ramaswamy's anti-woke asset management firm Strive. Megadonor Peter Thiel, who backed other anti-woke ventures like Rumble, put in some money. So did hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman, who has invested heavily in the pharmaceutical industry and connected with Ramaswamy playing tennis. Joe Lonsdale, the 40-year-old co-founder of Palantir, chipped in too. It is not lost on us in this context that Candace Owens, an employee of Ben Shapiro's pro-Netanyahu mouthpiece Daily Wire, has just declared that she will be campaigning for Ramaswamy and not Trump in 2024. And I have to add, I never trusted Candace Owens. And it shows a tweet from Daily Mail Online, exclusive Candace Owens will hit the campaign trail with Vivek Ramaswamy in Iowa in the days before caucuses. And the quote, in a one-day four-city swing, conservative commentator Candace Owens will join 2024 hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy on the campaign trail in Iowa. Owens, 34, was an initial critic of Trump before backing him in 2016 and 2020. The influential talking head among conservatives said in November that she is endorsing Ramaswamy. Despite Ms. Owens' acknowledged public criticism of Netanyahu's excess in Gaza, she retains her role at Ben Shapiro's pro-Netanyahu outlet Daily Wire. Owens joining Ramaswamy's campaign strengthens our concern that Ramaswamy may be the target of the pro-Netanyahu political lobby in the U.S., which is by now historically inseparable from the Epstein honey trap operation. Four, purpose of the blackmail, COVID mandates and war. The purpose of Epstein's honey trap operation would be to leverage evidence of pedophilia in order to force Western public figure compliance to serve Mossad aims. The two global crises for which such compliance is most notable will be one, the global COVID mandates period, and two, in promoting war in Gaza. One, COVID mandates. Epstein's compromat serves as a useful explanation for why so many of our representatives globally so willingly and ferociously violated our most basic medical rights during the COVID mandates era. 
The connections between Epstein and the military biopharmaceutical industry are by now a great deal clearer. Radical Media reports, 14th of March 2022, suspicion falls on the Hunter Biden-funded firm Metabiota for being behind similar research that was eventually exposed as having been conducted in Wuhan, but this time in Ukraine. Since then, new information has emerged connecting COVID and Metabiota to Epstein via its founder, Nathan Wolfe. And another tweet from Majid, a global palace coup. This thread connects Epstein and COVID-19 with virologists at Hunter Biden-invested biowarfare company Metabiota that has links in Ukraine. Others are joining the dots we made end of January 2022 on our Censored for Three Weeks, JRE episode 1780 with Joe Rogan. And it shows a, an image of Nathan Wolfe with Ghislaine Maxwell. And a tweet from Clandestine. Say hello to Nathan Wolfe, American virologist and founder of Metabiota. The Biden-funded biolab company via Rosemont Seneca, studying bat coronaviruses in Ukraine circa 2014, via Project Predict with CIA proxy USAID. He is the epicenter of the deep state bio network. Not only is he the founder of Biden's Metabiota, he is a WEF member. DOD employee sat on the board of Peter Daszak's EcoHealth Alliance involved in Wuhan, funded by DARPA, Gates Foundation, funded Ghislaine Maxwell's Terramar project with the Clintons, member of the EDGE Foundation collecting microbes and housing animal viruses all over the world, and Russia have accused him directly of being the key player in creating SARS-CoV-2 from a bat coronavirus he discovered in Ukraine. The same Nathan Wolf has also publicly credited Epstein in his 2012 book, The Viral Storm, The Dawn of a New Pandemic Age. Nathan Wolfe is even credited on the popular Hollywood movie Contagion, which projects a fictional account, that's crossed out, (laughs) predictive programming for, yes, you guessed it, a global viral pandemic. Recall that Israel under Netanyahu was among the most fervent countries in support of COVID mandates and vaccines. If COVID and the US biolabs are linked to Epstein as above, then Mossad acquired Compromat would explain the zealotry with which so many public figures supported crimes against humanity, such as justifying the state forcibly injecting people against their will. Last week's radical dispatch established Alan Dershowitz as a named associate of Epstein. And a tweet from Patrick Webb, Epstein files Alan Dershowitz confirmed to have engaged in and witnessed sexual abuse of minor. Epstein forced then minor Jane Doe number three to have sexual relations with former Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz, a close friend of Epstein's and well-known criminal defense attorney. Upon being asked about this Epstein association, Dershowitz decided to engage in the most egregious example of whataboutism to date by insisting that we condemn Hamas. And there's another tweet from Majid which has a video from Fox News where Dershowitz is being interviewed 
And he said, all the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world, that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein, where are all those radical feminists when it comes to the Hamas rapes of young Jewish girls, sexual abuse, beheadings? They are quiet. They are silent. The incredible hypocrisy of the Me Too movement. Me too, except if you're a Jew. And I want to have a list of all the radical feminists who are pushing hard And I understand that to get all these names revealed. And I want to know how many of them have ever actually condemned Hamas for the rapes that we now know occurred and the murders that occurred. How many have been silent? That's the end of that quote. Consider perhaps that it is his very unconditional allegiance to Netanyahu's war inserted here as a diversion to a question about his ties to Epstein that explains why Dershowitz went so far as to originally endorse the state forcibly plunging a needle into people's arms during the COVID period. And again, a tweet from Majid, Alan Dershowitz, you have no right not to be vaccinated. You have no right not to wear a mask. If you refuse to be vaccinated, the state should have the power to take you to a doctor's office and plunge a needle into your arm. Justice is coming. And I think the justice is coming statement was from Majid. The attempted global palace coup that sought to lock down our entire planet using the guise of a fake pandemic to serve a rising technocratic tyranny appears to have leveraged Epstein-acquired compromat as its means of coercion. Two, promoting war in Gaza. Last week's Radical Dispatch mentioned those who relentlessly pursue war in the Middle East on behalf of Israel. Radical Media reports 22nd of November 2023, without the full and exhaustive list made available to the public, there are ways to remain vigilant about who might be compromised, serving the interests of a foreign power over their own nation. One such way has already been identified by radical media on 22nd of November 2023. By their deeds, you shall know them. After these four days of pause expire, war hawks will not be able to hide. They need war to continue. Their very survival depends on it. By their actions, you shall judge them and by their deeds, you shall know them. Identifying those who champion war and serve the foreign policy of another nation over their own doesn't necessarily mean that they were a criminally compromised client of Epstein. It does mean that they are, willingly or not, serving the interests of those who are running such an operation. Since then, Netanyahu has made it clear by his actions that he requires war to survive. His recent attack on Lebanon serves only to provoke a wider war. It's a trap. And Majid again tweets, it's a trap. Netanyahu's time is up. His Likudnik propaganda is shot. And only by provoking World War III does he stand a chance of surviving. And that's in response to a tweet by Ahmed. Breaking, Israel just attacked Lebanon again, striking a residential building in the center of the town of Nakura. Multiple casualties have been reported and a wounded person was evacuated to a home and is in a stable condition. But it's a trap that corporate media is now wisening up to. And Majid again tweets, the shadow knows. And that's in response to a tweet by the Spectator Index. 
Breaking, the Washington Post reports that U.S. officials are concerned that Israeli PM Netanyahu may see an expanded fight in Lebanon as key to his political survival. Any politicians connected to known Epstein associates Lord Mandelson in the UK, who oversaw the Iraq war with Blair, and Peter Thiel in the US, whose spyware company Palantir have supported Israel's war on Gaza, are now suspected of serving Israel's war aims over their own countries. 5. President Trump knew. As last week's Radical Dispatch noted, President Trump has gone against Netanyahu over Israel. This exonerates him from suspected influence by Mossad-owned Compromat in the Epstein case. The Times of Israel reports, 11th of December 2021, Trump, I thought Israelis would do anything for peace, but found that not to be true. And the quote from the article says, in the latest tape comments broadcast by Channel 12, Trump said he believed Netanyahu did not want to make peace, never did, claimed he prevented the Israeli leader from annexing West Bank land, I got angry and I stopped it, offered his favourable opinion on Defence Minister Benny Gantz, I think he wanted to make a deal. If he won, I think it would be a lot easier. And his evolving view on the Israel-Palestinian conflict, I had thought the Palestinians were impossible and the Israelis would do anything to make peace and a deal. I found that not to be true. That's the end of the quote. Trump also seems to have known about this entire Epstein operation eventually being exposed from as far back as 2015. And it shows a tweet from Majid again with a recording of a video of Trump. And he said in 2015, Bill Clinton has a lot of problems coming up with the famous island with Jeffrey Epstein. A logical conclusion with regards to Trump then is that he was the man on the inside who would eventually bring the House of Cards down. Six, Netanyahu overplayed his hand. Netanyahu's US allies have attempted to keep the Western culture war focused firmly on Islam and Muslims, while distracting from Mossad crimes around the world involving the exploitation and rape of underage victims in order to acquire blackmail to promote COVID mandates and war. The Times of Israel reports 24th of January 2019 Why are U.S. pro-Israel groups boosting a far-right anti-Muslim UK extremist? And the quote is, according to a recent investigation by The Guardian, Robinson, and this is Tom Robinson, is being bankrolled by a nexus of international organizations. Many of these groups, it turns out, are part of the American right-wing infrastructure supporting the Israeli cause. And Tom Robinson was a UK person who was um, highlighting the Muslim grooming gangs in Rochdale and has been arrested several times um, for that crime. Hmm. The article continues, The truth is that there is no better organised child rape grooming gang than the one now exposed as having been run by Epstein for Mossad. And, 
United News Net tweeted, that face you make when you spend your entire career investigating child rape gangs and it turns out the country you shill for has the biggest and most important child rape gang of all. And it's got an image of Tom Robinson and next to it one of uh, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. But Netanyahu and his cabal have overplayed their hand. Western opinion is fast turning against Israel over its ethnic cleansing in Gaza, even as Israeli public opinion has remained consistently against Netanyahu since before this war. The Times of London reports, 23rd of December 2023, Benjamin Netanyahu's next battle is to save his political skin. And a quote from that says, in nearly every poll and survey conducted since the war began, an overwhelming majority of the Israeli public has responded that they see Netanyahu as responsible and believe that he should resign, either immediately or as soon as the war ends. A clear majority of Israelis also want early elections. End of quote. Epstein's global VIP pedophile ring being revealed as a Mossad operation all along will only add to the public's dissatisfaction. Now British Foreign Secretary and former PM Lord Cameron has hinted at an end to support for Netanyahu's war in Gaza. The Times of London reports, 9th of January 2024, David Cameron, Israel may have committed war crimes. Foreign Secretary warns that war in Gaza is not the way to defeat Hamas ideology. And a quote from that, Lord Cameron of Chipping Norton has said he is worried that Israel may have breached international law in its three-month bombardment of Gaza, end quote. Meanwhile, even Mossad is tiring of Netanyahu's war games. The Times of London reports, 9th of January 2024, why ex-Mossad chief says Benjamin Netanyahu must resign. Ephraim Halavi says the Israeli Prime Minister has failed to bring Hamas to its knees and cannot unite his own country. The quote from the article says, Halavi, who answered only to Benjamin Netanyahu during his term as spy chief, said the Prime Minister had failed to bring Hamas to its knees in a whirlwind victory. End quote. People are awakening to exactly what Epstein's operation was and for whom it was run. The same public watches on as swift justice is regularly visited upon the common man, while criminal VIP pedophiles and their enablers, who appear to be running the world and are blackmailed to stoke its wars on behalf of unscrupulous foreign powers, remain unharmed, and public patience is wearing extremely thin. I know that was a long article, but it seemed to have um, one of the best reports on some of the people that were exposed in the latest Epstein files dump. So that's why I wanted to share it with you. I know some of them are uh, from the UK, which if you're in the US or elsewhere, you may not be familiar with them, but they were pretty leading figures in the UK government at one time, especially around the time that Jimmy Savile was... um, doing his pedophilia and worse. And I'm just going to cover a little bit of what Ben Fulford says in his latest report, which came out Monday, so that was probably before the release of these tapes. But um, he says, a serious takedown of the KM has begun 
with a massive document dump related to Jeffrey Epstein and his pedo island. And it shows a, a video that's headed, Vladimir Putin claims pedophilia is normal in the West in bizarre speech. The important thing to note is that since this information was released by a court, it opens the path to legal action against the child torturers who visited the island. These include Bill and Hillary Clinton Rockefeller, Barack Obama Hitler, Prince Andrew and many others. This is a sign they are all likely headed to the chopping block. Hillary Clinton is also listed as a witness. So is former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, who is accused of raping an Epstein victim. Now it's starting to make sense why the Zionist ADL is screeching so loudly. Another revelation is that Epstein forced then-minor Jane Doe number 3 to have sexual relations with former Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz, a close friend of Epstein's and well-known criminal defence attorney. This is the same Dershowitz who is planning to defend Israel from charges of genocide at the International Criminal Court. We also see from the documents Prince Andrew had an orgy with numerous underage girls on Epstein's island. The testimony further reveals physicist Stephen Hawking liked watching undressed midgets solve complex equations on a too-high-up chalkboard. By the way, we have previously reported the original Hawking died a long time ago and that a look-alike who was not paralysed played his role for decades. Our sources also tell us Steve Bannon interviewed Jeffrey Epstein before his arrest and has yet to release 15 hours worth of tape. While all of this is very titillating, we have heard most of it before and are still waiting for actual arrests related to the pedo island. As Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyer says, if you look at this crime, this overall crime, it's all about men abusing women for a long period of time and it's only one person in jail a woman. We also need to see actual legal action related to the mass torture and murder of children and not just talk about sex with 15-year-olds. Polish intelligence sources, for example, confirm that after the coup in Kiev in 2014, Ukraine became a hotbed for pedophiles of all stripes. Joe and Hunter Biden were central figures in the child trafficking ring. Jay Biden owned a mansion with an extensive network of underground tunnels and adrenochrome and organ harvesting factories. I'm going to leave it there with um, Ben Fulford's report because I just want to wind up on this because there's so much coming out now about sex crimes against children and distributors of child pornography being arrested as well as child sexual abusers. So this is why the deep state is so desperate to stop Trump from becoming president again. Because if you remember, he signed executive orders against child trafficking and also the seizure of assets from anyone involved in child trafficking and human trafficking. And they've been trying to implicate Trump in this uh, Epstein thing again. Uh, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but obviously a lefty on Twitter posted photos of Trump supposedly surrounded by young girls on the Lolita Express, 
which was immediately debunked by the community notes saying that it was AI-generated. And the tapes themselves have the witnesses stating that they never saw Trump at Epstein's properties and never saw him involved in any kind of sexual abuse whatsoever. We also know that the FBI were complicit in all of this because they have hidden all the tapes and videos that were seized from Epstein's properties. They have never been presented as evidence of the sexual abuse that went on as the honeypot scheme. And interestingly, what has also resurfaced, and I think this is to do with Tucker's um, interview of Mark Epstein, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's brother, basically challenging the recording of Epstein's death as suicide, despite the fact that the people who conducted the autopsies said that it was not likely to be a hanging, that it was more like he was murdered and was strangled. And it showed some images of his neck where there's a single line in his across his neck which is more indicative of some wire or a cord being used to strangle him. And it doesn't reflect uh, the likelihood of this being a bedsheet that caused this wound, nor does it have the right angle that would suggest a hanging. It's more like someone strangled him from behind. So more and more evidence is coming out that this whole thing is a criminal cover-up And it's very interesting, the timing of all these uh, reports from the court being released. So I think, as I said before, we're having more of the great reveal. And also what is starting to appear very clearly as the great rebound, which I predicted. So let's hope this all continues and we see more and more justice be prevailing against these evil people that have committed such atrocities against children, even infants and young girls. So that's all I have time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Just as a reminder, you can find me at the successalchemist.net. Thank you to Nancy Hopkins for producing and to Derek Condit for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. You can find him at mysticalwares.com where you'll also find a wonderful collection of Shungite and other metaphysical products. So until next time, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com.